Attention, patriots. Broadcasting from the free zones, Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3, 2... Well, good morning, Patriots. Winding down another very eventful week. Uh, Hopefully you guys are off to a great and safe commute this morning. Welcome and uh, welcome Lady Liberty. Well, thank you, and and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Fired Up Friday. And yes, we are, uh, well, first of all, thankful for the nice weather. We, uh, we have really been enjoying it, actually. It's a little bit on the warm side here, but, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I mean, there's there's nothing to complain about. It is August, right? And, That's right. Uh, it's summer. It's August. It's hot It's in expected August. to be hot this time of the year, yeah, we love every the, single year. Love the four seasons. <laughs> love it. Fall's That's, coming and... That's right. Yeah. It's, it's not global warming. <clears throat> it's not climate change. Right. You know, <laughs> it's it's none of those uh, ridiculous uh, dramatizations of you know what what the liars would have you believe. Right. And so, yep, yep. The sky is like, falling again. Uh, give us all the power that we need and money. That's right. right. That's right. And we'll solve this problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, just um, just pay us, and we'll fix the climate, uh, the whole climate change thing (laughs) right invent a problem that we can pay them to fix there's gosh there's a money maker absolutely we're all going to be under the ocean here in another uh, six months i guess (laughs) according to uh, greta thunberg well yeah and apparently al gore thought it was you know that we would all be long gone in 2012 Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. wow what a shocker we we're still here 10 years later and gosh not a darn thing has happened so we're only here because uh during that time, uh, they spent billions of dollars on the UN. Yes, right. So that's what saved us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and they charged a whole bunch of businesses a whole bunch of money for absolutely yeah, nothing. Right. Well, we've got a lot of stuff to cover here. Uh, we are going to talk about the more developments uh, with the, the elections. Yes. And that investigation goes on. We're not going to let it go. Uh, there, this, this, was, uh, this was the death knell to America. And yep. if there's any hope of restoring America, we have to restore the rule of law. And Absolutely. That, that, that really especially goes to, we would not have all of these problems that we're having right now uh, if it weren't for a stolen election. Right. And they were, and there's proof, evidence that, that clearly proves that out. And right, right. also, I'm going to be talking about uh, Boundary County, because it's not just an isolated incident, but the, the Boundary County Library Director is resigning, and everybody's wringing their hands over this, you know, the, the slipstream media in, in the local area, the papers in the local, you know, Spokane news outlets are well. I'm going to talk about that, and there's a reason. There's a reason, and a good reason, why why this community in Boundary County puts so much pressure, and or uh, there's a recall effort right now to re- recall the the board of directors, the library board. So uh, I'll hit on that as well because this is a problem that affects all of our communities. Oh, absolutely. Yep. yep. You bet. So, uh, I'll tell you what, let's do the the word of the day. Yes, uh, let's do. Let's get to it quickly. 
<laughs> instead of later. I, boy, sometimes we just, there's so much that we have to share with so little time. And, and some of this stuff is just blows your hair back so much. Yep. We get on a tangent sometimes. sometimes. we just get fired up. Yeah, that's right. Get the wiffle bats out and <laughs> that's, start thrashing. That's right. <laughs> yep, that's the way it works. And and this is the era that that is totally understandable. In, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So the word of the day for Fired Up Friday comes to us from Acts chapter 5, verses 27 through 32, which read, And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and tend to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you murdered by hanging on a tree. Him God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witnesses to these things. And so also is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. Mm. And yes. that's that's it. That's the, the story when... when uh, Peter and and Paul were both in prison, and and so how it, I I find that 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 part right there I mean kind of like how a lot of pastors say we have no business being involved in politics oh yeah uh, nonsense nonsense because just like like Jesus described John the Baptist being the best man ever born of a woman other than himself obviously. Uh, Look at what happened to John the Baptist. He was yes. out there telling, telling King Herod he could not behave immorally. He was he was pretty much in his face, if you could if you could say that. Right. And and absolutely, that's an absolute political thing to do. And standing against evil, and that is exactly what we're called to do. This is what what Peter is describing here. That that you know they're going to they're going to talk about Jesus's word. They're going to share the yes. gospel because they should not be afraid of men, but God. Yep. And if God tells them to do it, they're going to do it regardless. And, and so, and they did. And Peter, boy, look at how he ended up. And he ended up when they, when they killed him, they were going to crucify him. And he even upped the ante for his own death. So not only did he stand boldly, he made them look bad. Uh, you know, I mean, he said, he said, I'm not even worthy to be crucified like my Lord. Right. You know, crucify me upside down, which is even worse than the yes. death that they were sentencing him with. And so, boy, oh boy, did he ever do the right thing. He stood up. He did exactly what he's supposed to. Yep. He was involved in what they're talking about here with leadership and, and doing the right thing. And also the fact that it says here in verse 32, and we are his witnesses to these things, and so also is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. So, if you're wondering, do you have the Holy Spirit? Well, I guess the question is, do you obey him? Right. It says right there that the Holy Spirit is given to those who obey him. And so, there you go. so fascinating. If you um, if you're doing a self check, like like each of us ought to be doing daily. Especially in these times, yes, um, are are your fruits showing the Holy Spirit, or or not? And if not, 
then it's uh, you need to get close to him, repent, and obey him. Obey his commandments. It says over and over, obey the commandments to love God and to love your brother. That's right. And, uh, and yeah, so do both of those things, and, and the Holy Spirit will be upon you, and the fruits of his Holy Spirit will be in your daily life. Yeah, th- this is just uh, really applicable to today because— you know, we're we're not at the scale, obviously, where we're being thrown to wild animals or crucified and lit on fire. You know, to <laughs> for streetlights. Right. Uh, we're not at that point, at least not in America. I mean, daily we hear of reports of Christians being persecuted, murdered, uh, tortured. You know, around the world, and that that's uh, continues to to go on. We, you know, we lift our our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world up. You know, in prayer for their protection. But uh, we're we're beginning to see that here, where they're they're chastising you know children in school for praying, right, uh, or for bringing in their Bible to school. And, you know, now we have uh, this like we mentioned yesterday, the the uh, Dallas, I believe it was Dallas or Houston. Uh, I'd have to pull that back up, but where the school board or the yeah the school board is was pulling all of their Bibles and other books like the diary of Anne Frank, anything that glorifies God or God's word itself, <clears throat> they are, they are restricting, yep. you know, uh, look how many churches we saw threatened during the, the COVID scam where they were fining pastors and churches and even arresting pastors in some cases and uh, people that were attending church while they were banning church, you know, while while they had, you know, marijuana shops were open because that's, you know, critical. That's uh, you oh know, yeah, absolutely yeah. necessary. And uh, you know, liquor stores and everything else that was that needed to be open, but churches, no, you had to shut your churches down. Schools, churches, and everything else. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're starting to see a taste of this, and uh, we're going to be challenged. We're going to be straight up told, you can't talk about Jesus. You know, you can't talk about the Bible. You can't have a Bible. Right. And uh, so, I mean, buckle up, you know. Absolutely. It's- yeah, you bet. And, and there's, you know, there's something, there's something, there's always something you can do. If you're not, if you're not real, I don't know, maybe you're not a, a very good public speaker, you're not super brave about just walking up to strangers you know, there's something for those kind of people also. You can you can buy T-shirts that have have scriptural verses on them, right. or or say something maybe even uh, that would stir up somebody's curiosity and make them ask you, "What is what does your T-shirt mean? What does that mean?" Right. You know, uh, where where they would ask you to tell them. And instead of you having to be the initiator, there's there's things like that that can always be done. Hats, hats yes. work the same way. Have something like, you know, rapture ready across the front. You know, people right. people are like, what does that mean? You know, then you get to uh, tell them all about it. And yeah. uh, and so there's, you know, all sorts of things. You can, you could be a walking billboard, basically. You know, it, even, yes. even when people are, are trying to tell you not to say anything, you're not. You right. know, I mean, you can still be sharing the gospel while not saying a word. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of, of a guy that uh, went to a church that I attended for many years. He was uh, paralyzed in a bicycle accident, and so he was wheelchair-bound. <clears throat> well, he was 
he was one of those awesome testimonies. He was just so on fire for God. But he started his own little mini ministry, uh, and he had shirts that he wore all the time, or a hat that said, are you the one? With a, quest, with a question mark. Well, it goes back to the scripture of you know Christ waiting so that none will be lost. And at the point when he returns, it will be when the last one is in in the kingdom, right? right. Uh, when there's the 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 gospel has gone out, and the the last one who has given their lives to Christ, you know, the, all of heaven is waiting for that that one, that last one, so they can close this chapter and the Lord can return. So to strike up a conversation, he had T-shirts made up that said, are you the one? And people said, what, is, what does that mean? Are you the one? He's like, well, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> you know, And uh, are you the one? Are you the one holding things up? Right, Have right. You, do you need to give your life to the Lord? Yeah. And so it was really, it was really cool. That's you, brilliant. I love yeah. that. That is so, so great. Yeah. And, uh, especially with all the firsts, you know, like, like, uh, you know, like, like the whole thing about John the Baptist, Jesus saying was the best man ever born of a woman. Mm-hmm. I love those kind of things, you know. Okay, that's that's a little bit of trivia for you, right. you know. And and the the last one to make it into heaven. I there's the lo, there's also the lowest angel in in the comparison of John the Baptist. Jesus said, and yet even the lowest angel is higher than John the Baptist. Right. And so now I'm wondering who's the lowest angel, <laughs> right? right? And, and boy, somebody has to carry that poor title. And so you know, <laughs> you know, it makes me wonder, you know, which one of us is going to be least in heaven too, because there's going to be that guy right. or girl. And and so you know, especially when he says, when you show up at the banquet, don't take the best seat. Oh my gosh, don't ever do that. Never right. just pop right in there being all happy with yourself yeah. and thinking, oh, I'm his favorite, right? Let the host well, elevate you. Yes, to let the... the host elevate you. Don't take the first seat. Oh, save yourself, right? Yep, so and, true. And so, you know, that makes me curious too. Who is, which of us is going to be the least in heaven? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I hope it's not me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> But, uh, well, I'll tell you what, there are, there are some people that are standing their ground, and so I want to talk quickly about uh, Boundary County and the library director there resigning. Uh, but first, uh, put that scripture out one more time. That was Acts. Okay, that was Acts chapter 5, verses 27 through 32. Okay, got that down. All right, good enough. Okay, uh, many of you have already heard what's going on in our public libraries with these transgender uh, story time things and drag queen things and and all of these parents that are exposing this uh all of this grooming and extreme sexual perversion that is targeting targeting children with i mean graphic images and uh, trying to indoctrinate them toward homosexuality and, and exploring that whole, that whole world. It's so destructive. Well, uh, in, Bonner, in Boundary County, in Bonners Ferry, uh, the library there, there, the citizens have been pushing for a recall of these, uh, the, the county or the library board. Well, now the the county library director is resigning, citing extremism in the community. And this is, you guys probably heard this in the headlines in the Spokane area. Uh, The director of the Boundary County Library announced her resignation Tuesday, citing 
a po- listen to this, a political atmosphere of extremism, militant Christian fundamentalism, intimidation tactics, and threatening behavior currently being employed in the community. Now, Redoubt News uh, ran a great piece uh, talking about you know the libraries, uh, a bipartisan solution to porn in the library, and then also ran ran an article that was submitted to them. Asking, you know, if there were threats, and this is a former police officer and a former police chief up there uh, saying, if if you were really threatened, were the police reports? Why didn't you file police reports if if you were threatened? So this in this resignation, this library, it's the the board of trustees that they're you know they're trying to recall these people. But uh, you can go to Redoubt News and get all the details there. But the argument here that they're using, and the, the legacy media, the local papers, and all of these others, are making really sure to point out that none of the books that these people are concerned about, these gender queer, uh, it's perfectly normal, is another book, another one, let's talk about it. Uh, very, very graphic book. Um, Dreaming in Cuban, and a whole bunch more that are showing up in all these libraries and schools and public libraries. Well, they're saying that the, the militant Christians, the community is overreacting because none of these books are in that library. But that's not really what's at issue here. What's at issue is that this library director just joined the American Library Association. Now, the American Library Association is headed by an openly self-proclaimed Marxist and lesbian. All right, now, when you sign up to become a member of the American Library Association, you are agreeing to their policy manual. So when you say, I'm going to be a member of this, I, I will follow the manual and the guidance and directives of the American Library Association. Oh, my gosh. So this is what it says. Under the ALA policy manual, uh, this guide mainly focuses on public libraries, but there are some information on barriers to access in school libraries. All the information addresses libraries in the United States. So uh, in their policy manual, section B.2.1.16, access to library resources and services regardless of uh, sex, gender identity, gender expression, or sexual orientation. This is what it says. Uh, the American Library Association stringently and unequivocally maintains that libraries and librarians have an obligation to resist efforts that systematically exclude materials dealing with any subject matter, including sex, gender identity, or expression, or sexual orientation. The association also encourages librarians to proactively support the First Amendment rights of all library users, regardless of sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity or expression. So they have an obligation to, to push this tripe, uh, this grooming material, to, uh, to the, the libraries in their areas. And, of course, they're, you know, they're really pushing for all of the, this Emily Drabinsky is the is actually from Idaho believe it or not uh, is leading the American Library Association wow and this is what she this is what she put out on her her own I don't know if it's Facebook or I think it was Twitter 
She said, I just cannot believe that a Marxist lesbian who believes that collective power is possible to build and can be wielded for a better world is the president-elect of ALA Library. I am so excited for what we will do together. Solidarity. Oh, yikes. This is, this is the person that is uh, enforcing the policies of this, this aggressive agenda. So just because the books aren't in there yet doesn't mean they're not on the way. So it's kind of like being a Rhodes Scholar, where if you go through their program, you agree to push British domination all over the whole world in everything you do. That's part of being a Rhodes Scholar agreement. And so obviously, same thing that we're seeing here with librarians. Yep. So it's coming to a library near you, and be proactive like these patriots up here. I don't care what they call you, militant Christian fundamentalist or extremist or whatever. What's extreme is perverting children. These people are not acting out of hate. That's right. Uh, like one uh, contributor said, they're acting out of the love for their children and protecting their children. And that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Yep. But what happened, the reason what sparked this recall is that four of the five library trustees voted to allow all pornography to be included in the system and oh. available to children. What? Right. So, but they're saying, well, these people are totally overreacting. These books aren't even in the library that they're talking about. No, the books they're talking about are popping up in libraries all over the place. And you guys reportedly just voted and have been shutting the public out of their meetings. Oh, wow. Out of fear for their safety. Well, you know, here's where you have this shadow government that rules from the top down instead of our uh, constitutional government, which the people rule from the bottom up. Right. And here's where the conflict comes in. Everything that they're doing, ruling from the top down, is unconstitutional and violates Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution. And so they have no authority to rule from the top down, especially since we are the ones that fund the libraries. Right. They right. belong to us, not to some uh, upper level organization that is a Marxist organization, to say the least. And so they need to be brought under the heel. Yeah. And so that's um, absolutely intolerable. And they can they can claim whatever they want. They have no business being here. Those Marxists need to jump on a plane and zip right over to China. All of that stuff is already set up for them. They could have communists for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that's over right. there. And they could it, choke on it. Exactly. They do not belong here. And nope. they need the boot. Yep, that's right. That's right. Okay, uh, let's see here. We are uh, so we got about uh, about four and a half minutes. So let's talk quickly about this uh, the the voter information yes, and the election yes. information. Um, Sydney Powell has just released uh, some information about a new movie that everyone needs to watch. It's called Selection Code, and it's it's available free for everyone if they will just go to selectioncode.com and you give them your email address and they will send you a a DVD copy of this of this film and and so I've got this clip here that kind of describes a little bit about what this this new movie about the election fraud is based on uh, that is called Selection Code and and so we have Brent Bolesky here, and he is speaking with Mike Lindell. And so listen here as he's describing a little bit about the the electronic ballots and as opposed to paper ballots. Name to the 
documentary you're going to have on the weekend called Selection Code. Well, right. that's exactly what it is. It's not a ballot. Once they turn the paper ballot into digital, they own it. They own that data. They own it lock, stock, and barrel. And you try to fight for it. What they did in Nevada, they called it functionally equivalent, that a paper ballot, that digital is functionally equivalent to a paper ballot. And they did that and put in the loss. When the computers came in, the, uh, they end up owning the data. You sold that right. You, get, you right. sold yourself right. into slavery. And that's how they did it. So anytime right. they use a machine, well, you sold your soul. It's not a ballot. The machine is, there's no, it's not a functionally equivalent to a paper ballot. Yep, uh, that's a really good point to key in on there. Uh, the weasel words that they use uh, and the, you know, the wordsmithing. So any other system they come up with besides a, a, an insecure system compared to a paper ballot, it's functionally equivalent. It's, if it's manipulative, manipulatable, uh, I think I said that right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe I, I didn't say it right, but yeah. So uh, it's good. So this, this, uh, I didn't catch the name. What's the name of the documentary that's coming out? Okay. So it's Selection Code and each and every one of us needs to watch this and yeah. it's free. And so if you just go to selectioncode.com, you can get a, well, you can get a free digital copy and I guess you can also order a DVD if you'd like. And so uh, Sidney Powell is is really pushing this. Mike Lindell is pushing it as well. And and so, yeah, since, since the weekend's coming up, we're all going to have a little bit of time that we can check this out. Yep, absolutely. And spread that far and wide. You know, there there are just there are too too many people amazingly are, are absolutely clueless about the information that's coming out. I mean, you know, you've got your news junkies and you've got listeners to shows like this and others that are that are putting this information out, but it's really scratching the surface for the number. I mean, sadly, we have had listeners that we've uh, seen them post comments where they said, Look, you know, we should just move on and stop talking about the elections and uh, just, you know, leave yeah. it behind. And What's so our, done our, is done. Our first question to them is, are you working for the FBI? Yeah. <laughs> Whose side are you on? That's right. No, but, uh, you know, we're, we're simply, we're not going to let it go. And a lot of others are not letting it go either. So I'm just really excited. Matter of fact, like Ron DeSantis, he just announced that 20 people have been arrested for voter fraud under the new Office of Election Crimes. Woohoo! That is an example that needs to be followed by every governor across the nation. That is awesome. Yeah. That is an action plan in works. That's proactive right there. Yep. That's, not, that's not reactionary. Uh, that's not, you know, uh, fending off their blows. That's like you going on the attack, and that's exactly what needs to happen. So just, I'm, I'm stoked about that. Me too. Wow. Justice in action. It's yep. about time. Darn right. All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap. You have a blessed weekend. You be safe out there and try to stay cool, and we'll catch you Monday morning at 7 a.m. right here broadcasting from Spokane. That's right. You all have a fantastic Fired Up Friday, and blessings to all of you Christian patriots out there.